Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Wednesday, December 6th. I have to say that and then check my clock because it's actually 2.36 uh, on Tuesday when we are recording this. We're going to bring on Kat Kerr in just a few moments. Uh, but you are seeing this on Wednesday morning. So that's that. And then come Thursday morning, uh, for you, we will have Robin Bullock in. It's such a rare treat. We don't get him that often. So don't miss Thursday for you tomorrow morning. Uh, Robin Bullock will be with us. So that will be excellent and fun and all that. Hope you're having a Merry Christmas. Maybe ask, um, uh, Kat Kerr a couple things about Christmas in heaven and uh, Christmas Town if we get a chance to. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, God bless you. We're going to run a quick reminder spot for the wells that you're helping us dig. Uh, in Uganda and surround. Sometimes we give you a spot from Zimbabwe and different. There's one from Ethiopia um, where they they have a gusher that we see. I can't remember if that's in video form or uh, still form. But anyway, with that in mind, here's a quick reminder of, of how you're sowing into the kingdom. Every day, people in Africa are faced with an impossible decision. Dirty water or no water at all. No one should have to make that choice. Together, we can help by providing clean water wells. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. And I think it's so helpful when they show us in video form the actual dipping into the water and you see how murky and muddy and, you know, animals drink out of that. They defecate in the water sometimes and or they just live there, swim there, whatever it is, uh, bathe there. Uh, it's like one of the videos we did the other day said, you know, it's terrible and it's unhealthy, but what choice do they have? That's all the choice they have. Until Elijah James can, comes along, now these... Other pe- people dig other wells in other places. We're not the only ones doing it, but we're doing it in a very big way, and we're doing it where it's not been done before. So it's where it's needed, where they've never had clean water in their entire lives, and and they and then we drill those wells uh, with your donations, and their lives are changed. Many people come to the Lord because of that. So thank you so much. Uh, a quick reminder that in these last few days of the year, this is kind of the best giving time. This is when more people think about giving uh, by December 31 to get their tax write-off. So we appreciate you thinking about that as well and helping us out. Think more wells. All right. God bless you. Time to bring in Kat Kerr. So here we go with Kat. Well, happy, I guess I'll say happy Wednesday since people are seeing us on Wednesday or happy Tuesday, whichever you like. How are you doing, Kat? Oh, I'm doing so much better. Thank you. Good, good to see you. We don't see you that often, so it's always a treat when we get you back on there. I I know you've got some stuff on your heart uh, that you're going to share. Something about freedom. I didn't want to ask you ahead of time because I want to hear it first time when you're sharing it with the people. What God is saying about that. But um, before we jump into that, is there anything that you want people to know about what's coming up? Any events or... Any cruises or anything like that that you want to mention? Oh, I, I, 
yes, I do have several. Um, before I go on the cruises, my next cruise will be in July. Okay. Of this next of this coming year, um, I'm not sure the dates, but I'll get the dates for you. I think it's like the first week of July or something, and we will be going to the Eastern Caribbean. And Robin Bullock will be actually a speaker on that cruise. Also, Whoa. oh wow. Um, Talk um, about I mean, an A-team. My goodness, you and Robin Bullock. Well, so everybody just heard that for the first time. Do they go to heavenlycruises.com to find out? Yes, they go to okay. heavenlycruises.com. Wow. It will be the Eastern Caribbean. It's like St. Thomas, St. Martin. It's it's an amazing cruise. It's an awesome cruise. And I'm pretty sure it's seven days. But we'll be switching, talking. I, I, Lady Robin may speak a little bit too, or maybe in the morning or something like that. But they're both coming. Robin and Lady Robin are coming. I'm very excited. Very uh, their daughter excited. might come too to do wor- the worship because they'll be doing worship too, as well as singing. Yeah, uh, as well as singing. They'll be doing worship as well as speaking. But if you've never heard Robin Bullock speak, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Well, people are going to be jumping. It's supernatural, but he goes so much deeper in things. Yeah, the God has revealed to him, especially about the darkness, how to come against the darkness. He also knows a lot of things about to come. God's told me a lot of things that are about to happen, but he's told Robin things also. So it I is, say, guys. don't miss it. If you can do that cruise, please call Heavenly Cruises. Heavenlycruises.com. If you go there quickly and look for July and look for Kat and Robin, yeah. uh, now that the word, we just let the word out, it's going to go. You know, a lot of people tried to get on with Robin when he was in Israel, but, you know, it filled up very quickly. Oh, it's um, going to be amazing. We'll probably do the meet and greet together, but there'll probably be like, six or five or six meetings all together but we will be taking turns uh sharing and uh we'll also besides that one in september there's a cruise to alaska that i'll be speaking on um, um i think it's also the the earlier part of september so it's still a beautiful time to go to alaska i think yeah. it's during the time that you can still see the northern lights and you'll see whales in the water you actually will see the big whales in the water and it's just a real, really great experience. So that's in September. That's and good. in between, I'll be going to a lot, a lot of different places. I'm quite sure back to Colorado, probably to, to um, Dallas, Fort Worth. I'm quite sure North Carolina, many times, several times in Florida. But I've got so many invitations right now. I'm, I'm losing count of the invitations that I'm getting. So I'll be pretty busy this coming year. Uh, not only just in the in the cruises and in the, the speaking places, but also in our own company that we've got, OneQuest International. We're introducing a lot of new products, and you may see them in the marketplace even early enough to get them for Christmas. One for sure is going to be a doormat that says, I don't do demons that you can put outside your house. And uh, I think everybody Good. should do that. You need to let them know what you stand for. Yeah, go to revealingheaven.com and... That's where our store is on revealingheaven.com. If you want more information and a lot of other stuff, spiritual stuff, then you can go to catcur.com. If you want to become a guardian in our guardian zone, those are who do the monthly giving to us. We so appreciate. But we have a lot of new products coming out, ones you've never Good. seen before. Good. Um, and so we'll probably do uh, we'll probably do a broadcast about that maybe in the next week or so. But we have a lot going on, getting settled in our offices. I'm actually back in the office now at least one or two days a week. Good, good, good. Well, Working you know, we all... 
we all got through the whole COVID fiasco, the pandemic, of course, and yeah. uh, and but and then we we've had our own, you know, struggles to f figure it all out where we all are, and so it feels like it's all coming back now. I yeah. and I think to that end, let's go ahead and jump into. You said that you wanted to talk about that the Lord wants to talk about freedom. Uh, so go ahead and jump in, Kat. I'm curious what you're going to say about that today. Well, he has never stopped saying that we are already free, and he's never stopped saying that we already have victory. Uh, the things that I shared back in 2020, when all that mess started to happen, yeah, God spoke the very next day after the elections, and it's still there on my, I think it's on my Facebook, you can find it. Uh, we may actually make... Um, a DVD out of that so people can have it, get it if they want a DVD. I know a lot of you do um, updated stuff, but you know, I'm still old school in many ways. I want to hold a book to read the book. I don't want to see it online somewhere. I don't want to see it uh, on one of those book reader things you'll have. I want to actually hold that book. So yeah. speaking of books, I am definitely working on book three. I've gotten like six of the illustrations done. I have 24 to do. Um, the scribe angels came and told me that the chapters that the father wanted me to use to write about, there'll be 24 of them. And you'll see things like a human soul. You will literally see the third day in hell uh, when Christ wiped up hell and took all the gemstones off of the devil and the keys to hell, death, and the grave. I know one of the images that we will have available also just for people to get it if they want to will be when Christ showed up in the throne room uh, with the keys to Come back and meet with his father, if you remember, when he rose from the dead and Mary was looking for him. And one of the things he told her when they got when they got together, he was not in the tomb, of course. When she came looking, he was outside the tomb, standing in the flower bed. And I know why he was standing in the flower bed, but she thought he was the gardener. It literally says that in the Word of God. Yeah, it does. Gardener. Nobody just stood in the middle of the flower bed. Jesus. Well, right. Yeah. You're right. I never thought about that. I never thought about that till you pointed it out. I go, well, of course, he, if she saw him, he wasn't just standing at attention. He would have been nope. looking like he was busy. He was smelling the flowers. Wow. And had his back to her. And the reason I know this is I literally was taken back in time and saw that happen. Um, so literally, I know exactly what happened. but. You know, he was called Lily of the Valley and the Rose of Sharon for reasons. He loved flowers. And the parts of heaven I've seen, there's like five-foot flowers. Many of them sing. A lot of them worship the King of Kings. And so I can just tell you it was an amazing time. But we did a piece of artwork. I sketched it. Walter had painted it. We haven't released it yet. I may have shown it at one time, maybe somewhere. But it's amazing. It shows now. God has a throne room outside, and he has one inside. Why not? He is, you know, he's over everything. Why not? But some people have been to heaven and seen the one outside. There's mountains, like a mountain range that has massive gemstones in it. Uh, there's the seven spirits of God. You see them outside. They're like, this is where they look like, look like fire, column of fire around him. But it's a beautiful, beautiful scene that was done, and the glory of God is all over it. That is one of the new ones that we'll have available when it's about Christ returning to heaven. And he actually has the keys to hell, death, and the grave in his hand. So we've got some real interesting, exciting new things that we're working on that we will have available. So I think that's it about the store. 
But, you know, God wants these things out in the marketplace. Why? Why not? Hell has their garbage everywhere. I mean, they show all the evil and wicked, horrible stuff out there. Why not have some of heaven available to put on your walls or your floors or wear it or, you know, whatever you want to do with it. There's going to be many things, apparel lines, and we literally are going to have carpeting that you will walk across. It will say things to you like. Really? You're going to have that in your store? Yes, sir. Whoa. Like when you walk across the, the carpet, the carpets, the bigger carpets, they will say heaven is about to invade earth. And they'll say other things like glory to the king of kings. I mean, they're going to actually say things to you. So when you have guests come over, that'll be quite surprising to them. But why not have things that worship God instead of give a place for the devil to be in your home? Yeah. And so, yeah, open the door, kick out the devil and let God and heaven in and you'll never be the same again. So, yes, that's one one of the things that we're really working on right now. But like I said, yeah. I, I already am making my speaking schedule. Uh, for next year and it's going to be it's going to be awesome i'm excited to get back with the people i just love to be with the people yeah and uh being at joan hunter's was amazing and i'm quite sure i will also be at uh, robin bullock's place and hank kuhneman's place they all they both want me to come already and i may be at hank kuhneman's for several days speaking and training people how to command the host you know how to lose things from your soul and be a soul doctor. There's all kinds of things that will be going on there. I don't have dates for that yet, but I'm looking forward to all of it. What God has for these days is freedom, liberty, justice. I'm going to tell you, we already have one, by the way. I know the devil probably knows that he won't be telling anybody that they've all lost already. But guess what? They are losers from the beginning. I'm talking about the devil and anybody who works for him or does things for him. That means they're losers too, because that means they will lose, lose, lose and lose again. And I can just tell you the wicked evil ones who've been out there, uh, you know, marketing their garbage and doing horrible things to people and wanting to break every, every law that's ever been made. They they've committed crimes and said that it was okay. And it was approved. It's not okay to approve of God. And I can tell you, America belongs to God. Yes, we the people run it, not the evil, wicked ones. We the people are in charge of this country, and we the people are fed up and sick of what the devil's been doing, putting people in illegally, taking them out, doing away with them, having all kinds of twisted things taught in school. And I know a lot of parents are fed up with that junk. Uh, I will have, I do have one good piece of news if you don't realize this already. The gag order that the left had gotten against the Democrats and the left had gotten against Trump to, to keep his mouth shut. And it was a, a legal gag order, which they had no legal right to do that. And in court, just this last week, I believe it was, that gag order was suspended and it was said it was illegal. So Trump now can speak again so uh, and good. say what he wants to say again. So, so they're good. actually uncovering so much fraud that was in the 2020 elections. There was so much fraud. No one can deny it. They just think that, well, they've gotten away with so much so far, they're going to keep doing it, but they're wrong. They're really wrong. God is ready to bring justice, liberty, and freedom to this country and to this world like never before. So good. He wants us to live free and be free. This is a free country. They would like it not to be free, but it doesn't belong to any of those in the government who want evil, wicked things made legal. They don't have the right to do that. Everything should be passed through the people. We, the people, run this country. It is ours. It does not belong to the government. Okay? And I know already that number 45 is going to be right back in that office again. 
And I don't know when that will actually happen, but I do know he's going to have four more years, whether anybody likes it or not. I hope you do. I hope you're praying for well, him. Well, you know what? We love that. We're so ready for it. Of course, we are, our, at least our viewers, we all absolutely believe he's the commander-in-chief right now. He is the He is right now. He literally yes, he is, is our legal president because yeah. he hasn't finished serving his time yet. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was his to lose and he didn't lose it was uh no. it was, you and know. god said as long as he still wants to be he's gonna make sure he gets in that office and yeah. he will clean things up quickly believe you me he will he is fed up with it he's ticked off at all of them he can't believe what they've done to the country uh, they made it almost go down the drain um you know close to bankruptcy the the left doesn't they don't know how to they don't know how to even run a country they shouldn't even be doing the country even in the natural it just does not make sense for them to be there yeah. and let me tell you god's going to make sure they don't remain so i'm just letting you know what's going to happen is trump will be back and i'm just going to say his name trump will be back in office he'll have his four years and let me tell you, it will be amazing and powerful. I hope you celebrate with all the rest of us because we're going to keep celebrating and eating cake until that happens. But freedom is what is on your life. That's what's marked on your life. You've already been marked for freedom. Liberty and justice is going to happen. And no one's going to escape being judged that has been wicked and evil, committing crimes, letting terrorists come in this country, which I am praying and have sent the host to uncover where every single one of them is. Right now, I've sent the host to uncover every wicked, evil person that's been hiding and doing a lot of stuff. No one knows about I want names known, faces known. Yeah. I want it to be made known what they're doing, when they did it, what happened when they did it. And let me tell you, it's like the landslide of fraud exposure is the beginning. Praise God. Praise God. You know, it's... I, I was going to ask you this um, because I know when the Lord takes you to heaven all the time and when you go, last time I heard you, usually as an eight-year-old girl, but I'm sometimes I'm wishing you would go as an adult because I want you to say, uh, Father or Jesus, however you talk, you know, we thought this was going to happen sooner. Do you ever, even as a little girl, say, Father, uh, um, why is this taking so long? Do you have that kind of relationship? It's not like that with you. No, it's, I'm so excited you showed me this amazing stuff. I can't wait to share it with the people. And even when it takes me into the future, I've been to the future, I've been to the past. Yeah. I am overwhelmed. Now, I have been a couple of times, like I was 20-something. I looked about 20-something. Yeah. I had long hair. And sometimes when I spent time with Christ, uh, I would go like that a couple of times and spend with the Father. But all I can do is thank them. Thank them. Praise their name. You're so engulfed by the glory and the love. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to think Is of. Is it like living. your questions begin to disappear for you? Is that what happens? Or are there are yeah, your questions? I've never, just... never asked many questions to them anyway. Yeah. I, I didn't have to because he showed me so many things. Like I've been over 100 years in the future. So I don't have to ask him what's going to happen. I don't have to ask him when it's going to happen, really. Okay. It's, but it's soon going to happen, people. Soon. Yeah. And soon is not 50 years away. It's not 10 years away. It's not even five years away. It's not. Uh, you'll be so shocked at how quick this whole thing happens. It's just going to be one of God's things that it flips so quickly. It'll shock a lot of people, stun the evil, wicked people who will begin to run. They're probably making plans to have places to go and hide. I'm quite sure the smart ones are. There's some that have never been deceived. They're just doing it for money. 
because they think it's fun and they don't care who gets hurt in the, in the meantime. Let me tell you, there's a judge who sits in the courtroom of heaven. His name is the great one, Father God. That's who I'm talking about. Jesus is our head advocate. He's like our attorney when, when something comes against us. And the other thing I want to talk to you about, about being free from, be free from the darkness. Don't yeah. let it torment you. Don't let it hurt you. Don't let it lie to you. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Because there is one true God, one true Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who has made everything, knows everything. There's no one who knows anything more above them. There's no one that has more power than they do. And if you belong to them, then surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you're about to be blessed beyond measure. And I mean that sincerely. The wicked and the evil who have money will lose their money. It even says that the wealth of the wicked will be given to the just and the righteous. That is in the Bible. And that will happen not 50 years from now, not 100 years from now. It's going to take a lot of money to do a lot of the things that God has got planned. If you are already, God's already spoken to you about being a part of the things that he's doing. And I'm quite sure that money will be supplied. Yeah. But the wicked and the evil will be crushed, pushed back, if some of them even survive. Yeah. Yes, I pray for them to be saved. I just do because God wants even the most wicked people to be born again. But you must be born again. You must receive Christ as your Savior. You have to repent of your sins. And I'll tell you why. Evil can't enter into heaven. It would be like hell. And that is not ever going to happen. Please don't stop praying for your loved ones. If they don't know Christ, pray they're going to know Christ. Pray that they will hear him, receive him, that you'll spend eternity. They'll spend eternity with you in heaven. You may be the only reason they make it there. God will not ignore your prayers if you're born again. It even says that in the word of God. And you remember Christ, his whole heart and the whole reason he died, even at the cross when they were tormenting him, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So you too, remember this, forgive anyone who has come against you, spoken against you, lied about you, cheated you, hurt you. The best thing you can do if you want to kick the devil's butt is to forgive them and act like it never happened. And you wait and see what God does to those people that did that to you. It says vengeance is the Lord's. It's not yours. Don't let it ruin the rest of your life because you're so upset and angry about what someone did to you, then the enemy has won twice. And I don't ever want him to win. What would you say, Kat? Let me ask you this. If, If there's believers, they are believers in Jesus, and maybe they went to a bad place during this season. Maybe they... It started with hating Trump. I'm just going to make this up. They started hating Trump because Trump didn't come back. And then they started hating fellow believers because they hang on to the to the future like we're talking about where Trump returns. And so it became a hatred based on the whole Trump thing. How does God deal with believers who went really bad during this time against other believers? I mean, do you, has he shown you any of that or restoration or what? I can tell you what is going to happen or what will eventually happen if it hasn't already. Some Some of them have already come back to the Lord. Some of them have already repented to the people that they hurt, they, you know, they spoke against. 
and I've been talking a whole lot, which is why my throat is dry. <laughs> and when I declare a decree, man, I don't do it quietly, just so you know. Yeah. Anyway, yes, God wants their hearts to change because they make their own self miserable. Yeah. When you're like that, you become miserable. You don't even like yourself. You don't like you end up by not liking other people. It affects your family. It affects your job. It affects your friends. You have to learn to let it go and let God have it. It says Christ restores your soul. It says cast all your cares upon him because he cares about you. If you want help to get rid of that junk and that garbage that you've, however you've created in your soul, and you don't even like yourself or people anymore, you have to say, I choose with my will to lose all of and just make a list. I choose my will to lose all of the hate that I put out there, the anger I put out there, uh, the striving I put out there. I lose it from my soul in Jesus' name and instead choose to bind to my soul the love of God, the life of God, his will, his way. And I receive that, Father. I ask God to receive it and repent of all the other stuff. And I can tell you what will happen. It'll be like it never happened. And only yeah. God can do that for you. Yeah. You could go yeah. to some counselor for 10, 20 years and never get it. But I can tell you, it's what the decisions you make in your own will, in your soul. Your soul is so important for you. And I teach on that a lot. I am a soul doctor. Make sure you don't keep it in your soul. If you go watch a bad movie or something, you know it was wrong. You know it affected you. You keep having nightmares or dreams about it. Lose the whole movie from your soul. Tell God your story you went. Loose it from your soul, name what it is, and it's, it says what you loose on earth will be loosed from heaven. That's that means true. heaven will come down and take it literally out of your soul, and it will be like it never happened. So, so someone yeah, so someone goes to a movie, and they thought it was going to be better, and they didn't walk out, and then and they watched the whole movie, and now they feel slimed. So make up a prayer that someone could say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, what? Say Say what they say to you. I always say to the Father, to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ, I repent of my soul and lose out of my soul the entire wicked movie that I went and saw. I should not have done so. I repent for seeing it. Please come. I'm using the keys to the kingdom that Jesus gave us. This is for a believer. Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. What you lose on earth, will be loosed in heaven. That means heaven will come and take it. What you bind on earth, heaven will make sure it's bound to your soul and no one can take it out. So the, the, using the keys to the kingdom is really a key. Isn't that funny? It's a key. The keys to the kingdom that Christ talked about is the most one of the most important things that you will probably ever learn. It's in the word of God. Jesus himself said it. So I would just continue to pray. Father, I choose with my will to loose from my soul with the keys to the kingdom, the movies I've seen this whole entire year or the last five years, anything that was rated R, anything that was wicked, anything that was extremely violent, anything that had profanity or pornography in it. I lose every single bit of it from my soul and repent for it. And I thank you, Father, for coming and taking it out of my soul. And now, Father, I choose with my will to bind to my soul your love, your presence, your will, your way, your promises in the word of God. I choose to love your son and have him as my savior. I choose to believe what you have said in your word. And I trust you 
that I will no longer think of the other things, but I will have your love, your life, your presence in my own soul. And therefore, my soul will be free of any chains or anything that Satan could attach to me. I am free and I am free indeed. Really good. Really, really, really good. You know, I was walking and I can't remember the situation last week or something. I'm just you know, talking generalities. Um, and it had been three or four weeks since I did that. I mean, I kind of almost forgot about loosing from my soul. Yeah. And whatever it was, whether I had a dream, it's kind of fuzzy right now. And I thought, oh, I haven't loosed up from my soul. That's right. And I, so I went back at it because I would do it for a long, long time, all year long. And then yeah. it kind of went out of my head for weeks. And I thought, what am I doing for getting that? It's such a key. That's why you you call yourself a soul doctor because you teach that. Yes, right? I do. Yeah. And yeah, so I you got to remember do. to do that. Your and soul it, is very important. You know, when I, and I always repeat this, when Adam was made, when he was made, and he wasn't, there was no life in him. Now, the, the what happened was the father would go somewhere to make something. And the word would step inside of him to go because they have the ability to go inside of each other. That's why it's called the three in one. Yeah. The father would go somewhere and he would speak something and the word would step out and make it. That's why it says in the book of John, there's nothing that's been made that has not been made by him. His name was the word. His name is Jesus Christ now because he came and died for our sins. But what happened was when the, when the, when the word or the Lord made Adam's body, there was no life in it. And then the father who carried all of us inside of him, everyone who ever existed, lived inside of God, his little spirits. And it says when the father leaned over and breathed the spirit of life into Adam's nostrils, he became a living soul and life came into his body. It's very key that he called him a living soul. He didn't call him a living human being. He didn't call him a living created being. He said he was a living soul. And at that time, Adam had his own own mind to think with, his own choices to make, whatever it was he wanted to do or choose. He had his mind, his will, and his emotions are what your soul is made up of. That's why whatever you look at will go in your soul. It's going to go in your soul. Whatever you watch will, whatever you read will, uh, whatever you look at will, whatever you say from your own mouth, it will be stored. Your soul's like a storage thing, and there's layers in your soul. And uh, and that's where things are stored. That's why you have a memory. What do you do, Kat? What would you say to a person that says, you know, I've gone through a couple of movies and they weren't really that great, but it's never bothered me. I'm not I'm not feeling bad about it now. I don't think about bad thoughts since I since I got uh, what, what would you say to them? Would they still need to to loose that movie if they knew they I would say be. yes if it had especially if it had pornography in it some people think that doesn't matter pornography is hell's language and demons are attracted to people who swear or who use profanity so you, if you went and saw movies that had that in it you do need to loose it out of your soul because guess what it was stored it's the way you're made and God made you the, that way so you could remember the words, you could remember the things he has said to you, remember anything you saw or, heard, you know, had that was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, he made your soul. That's why it's like that. It's what your mind, your mind is what you think about people. That's why it's still in your soul. And one example I give to people is I was invited somewhere and I couldn't find the little scrap of paper. The pastor wrote his name on a number on and he, he gave it to me. 
And so I, I saw it for just a second and, um, and I couldn't find it. I looked everywhere and finally said, Holy Spirit, you know what? Everything is that ever was made that is made now or ever will be made. Will you please show me where that piece of paper is? And all of a sudden the father said, we will show you. And I am not making this up out of my own being in front of me came this piece of paper that twirled like this. And when it stopped, it was a scrap of paper, that scrap of paper the pastor wrote on. It was right there in front of me. And the father says, quick, write it down. So I wrote it down on a scratch piece of paper on my desk. And then it flipped back, back and went back inside. Wow, man. I love that. I believe so it everything too. You see everything you read. If you read something, if you look at something, if, if you look at this picture like this, you're not going to yeah. forget it. I can't even turn over. Oh, see, if you see it, this picture is now stored in your soul right here. What yeah. it says, Rex, commander of the Royal Guard. I yes, he looks like a lion. Yes, he is one of the, he's a commander in the, in the host of heaven. And he came to me and brought a scroll to me. My husband was with me when it happened. And uh, it was crazy. We got pictures of it. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. This now will be in your soul. Yeah. And whatever whatever you look at, whatever is stored. So you're saying what you just showed us, that picture, and thousands of us just looked at that just now. Thousands of us now have that in our soul. another one. These are angels that came in a, a, at one of our games. You can see this is a, this is a, a brand new field in yeah. Jacksonville, Florida. And they were having a Thursday. It was like the day of prayer. And we'd all kinds of groups come sing and praise God and do that. And I tell people, when you sing, it's collected by the angels. When you praise God, they see the vials. They're holding vials, those yellow things below their head. That's not a vial. I mean, that's not a sword. That's a vial. They will collect your songs, and they turn into this gold, beautiful gold liquid. It's poured in the bowls in heaven when they go back to heaven. That's the stairway to heaven you see right there. And if you notice the columns at the stairway to heaven and look below that, that is how they designed the place for the people to speak. And you can see they put columns there. They did not know heaven was going to show up. And so it did. So many things like that. But it's important. Anything you've seen from God or heard from God, your soul stores it. Yeah. And if you can't remember, say, I want to remember what that was. But anything you wrote, anything that was written, that's why it's so important to guard your heart or your soul. For out of it will flow the issues of life or the way you live your life. What's in your soul is the way you will live your life. So make sure what you put in there is good things, it's God things, it's happy things. And it's not evil or wicked or dark. Because like I said, those layers in you begin to get filled with all these things. And I tell people, if nothing else, once you loose everything out of your soul that belonged to hell and with the key theme, loose it all out. Everything you saw, you heard, you felt, you experienced, don't allow any of it to remain. And this is the other thing, not just that. If someone really did hurt you and they did something really bad to you, maybe you got dumped, maybe somebody ran off with another person and you're married to someone else and you got mm. hurt severely, you still need to forgive them. You need to forgive them. And, if, you know, if your life has gone on, Years later, and it's still in there, and you hurt. Get it out of your soul. I choose my will to lose from my soul all the experience that happened up to that divorce and the divorce itself. I lose every bit of it from my soul. I don't want to carry that burden. I don't want to carry that yoke on me. I lose it in Jesus' name right now. Amen. And guess what? Heaven will come down and take that whole thing out of you, and you won't hurt anymore. 
So it's not just loosing things of where you went or where you did, but it's also loosing stuff that was done to you or happened to you. I've had to forgive a lot of people. And let me tell you, I forgave them and then I forgot it. That's good. So now, if you want to be what about, the father uh, does. Kat, huh? let me ask you this question. Someone, I'm thinking of, let's say, a man or a woman who there was a divorce and they did that and they did it with intention and it was taken out because God won't lie. He, he does it. And yet when they see that person a couple of months later, all of a sudden the enemy says, remember what they stole from you? And all. the enemy will try and put it back on him, won't he? Even though yes, it's but all you have to say is I'm not taking it back. Okay. That's it. Literally. Because it was removed. It's like it was never there. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't even feel anything. They don't, they don't even feel anger anymore. But if it, the enemy tries to bring it back to you, maybe you used to do drugs and you got got off the drugs and then that, you know, even in the natural, this is actually the cycle of crime uh, that this will eliminate even that. If criminals knew that they could lose all the stuff they did wrong and all the bad stuff they ever did and, and ask for forgiveness for that and lose it from their soul, then God would come down and take it out. They wouldn't end up back in prison again. But that's why that cycle happens. They remember it. Then they begin to think about what happened when they committed the crimes. So when they get out, that's what they go and do. They do what's in their soul. You'll become whatever's in your soul. If they didn't, and I actually led a whole prison one time. Whoa. I got to speak in that prison. I led every prisoner who was there how to lose it from their soul. They repented first, and they lose all the crimes they ever committed, ever. They've already paid a price. They were about to get out of the prison. I said, if you don't want to go back, I said, Satan will drag you back in that same mess, get you to commit the crime. And guess what? Then he'll make sure you get caught. That's what he does. And people in prison are some of the most powerful, probably anointed people God sent to the earth. And the devil knows it. And he's terrified. And so he gets them in crime. Then he gets them put in the prison. So if you don't want to go back and you get out, loose all that garbage from your soul, repent of ever doing it. Lose it from your soul completely. And if yeah. the enemy tries to come back and remind you, you say, I'm not going there and I don't want to get out. Good. Really good. Really good. Let me ask you a couple of questions. We've been at about almost 45 minutes now. Let's go a few more minutes. And uh, I want to ask, you talked about last time you were here, it was right at the very end. And you said, you described something, uh, new technologies and inventions and and I, and you described something about traveling on light. And I said, well, that sounds like Star Trek. And you kind of said, yes, it's kind of just like that. Uh, but we were seeing it really fast. It was right at the end. Can you describe what you were seeing as these are inventions that are soon to come on the earth or are they already here, but we don't know about them yet? What, what um, they're say? not here yet. Okay. The father said, I'm not willing to give the evil people the inventions. He literally said that because they tried to steal them. And uh, they've already done some of that, but not the, not the new ones that have not been here. They have not. And he said, I'm not willing to let them have them. So once this whole thing gets cleaned up and that justice takes place, new inventions will begin to start to flow. It's going to start to flow. And yes, they will invent a way to travel on light. That doesn't mean it'll be invisible light beams. You'll see the light beams and there'll be some way there's energy in it. And they will, God will probably give them the invention and there'll be depots like in between where the, that light connects to another another one and then it connects to another one. But I do know that it'll eventually go all the way across this country and it's like a green, a beautiful green light, like an emerald green light. 
and right. they'll travel on that and you'll pull your cars up you'll pull your cars up in other cars not like big closed-in cars and that whole system is just a way to do it that's going to be simple for people you can also do uh, like corporate stuff those have closed-in cars like box cars and stuff but this rail system i saw was you pull up on a ramp they have ways they attach your vehicles there and uh, you go up into another car and sit you don't have to sit in your car but i think some people can if they want to and i saw it working and it went shoom it went really fast Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And it was quickly where they wanted to go. And all they had to do is go back in the car, drive it down off the ramp, and there they were. So it's, uh, it's almost sounds like the way you would do when you're riding a ferry on the water. But instead of it being on the water, it's going to zip you through space or through the air or something it'll be above the ground it'll be right above the ground won't be way up in the air it's not gonna be way up in the air um, because it will have it will have a track system that the cars ride on but what what the source of uh, power they use is going to be the light not coal not gas not gasoline it will be this light yeah now i'm one of the I, I i listen to a lot of the patriot channels these are trump loving patriot channels but there's been uh for three or four years now two or three years people are saying this invention's coming along they i don't know if it's here or soon to be here they loosely call it med beds these are almost like science fiction looking beds that they put people in and it heals all kinds of things in their body kind of like all at once have you seen any invention that looks like that? Has God shown you anything like no, that? No, but I've heard people talk about things like that. Yeah. That they do, they will, they're working on them, I think is what it is. They may yeah. have already been testing them. Um, supposedly, I don't know if it's a mag- magnet. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it's a magnet type thing, copper type thing. It's something, it's some kind of source that they use for different purposes to do with it. I don't know a lot about Well, yeah, that. and I've heard it was sonic, so it has sound and vibrations and light. All those main technologies have never really been harnessed for health. Frequencies, frequencies, frequencies also. Frequencies, yeah. light, and um, sound. Other things, sounds, things we would never even think about. But, you know, in heaven, a lot of that stuff operates like that. Everyone has their own frequency in heaven, and you can feel the frequency of them before they come up to you. I've heard you say that. It's kind of like, is it Enoch, especially. Enoch, especially. Really? Yeah, very strong frequency. Why would Uh, his be been there a long time. (laughs) Does he retain his, did he retain his humanity while other people are spirit beings? How does that work? Because he's still got his natural body. Okay. God just lets him keep it. God, he's probably already immortal. You know, he's been in heaven like forever. Yeah. And we will have our, well, it's not really that strange because we get our bodies back. And, you know, some people don't even know that. They think you die, you go to heaven, you have a spiritual body, and then God will make it better. No, it says quite clearly, when the dead in Christ shall rise, your body is sleeping. Your spirit and soul is not sleeping. It's in heaven. Yeah. But one day... Your spirit man with the soul in it will be joined back to that body. They'll burst out of the graves. Hello, isn't that what Christ did? Yeah. <laughs> he came back from hell. He got his body and came out of the tomb. He didn't come out of the tomb until he took his body with him. So he has the same body now he did when he was even in, raised in the 
Israel and walked on this earth. He still has that body. Yeah. And that's exactly what we can. So you're going to get your body back, people. Love it, love it, love it. If I it do. was too hey. fat, it won't be too fat when you get it I back. I love that. If we can eat all the pumpkin. I can eat all the pumpkin, can eat all pumpkin pie. You'll be homely when you get it back. So I, I had written down uh, a question about what happened with Christ because we've talked about it a number of times, but there's an area about Christ going to paradise that I've never yeah. asked you quite specifically because you talk about he, he ended up taking the keys from the enemy. He spoiled it. He, he, he fried yeah. them. He bought, you know, he melted their faces and all that. But what I wanted to know is when, when Christ was on the cross and he's saying, and he finally says the final words, it is finished. And after his, his, uh, he was uh, speared with the, the jabbed in his side and all that, he bowed his head and died. He gave up himself. Yeah. At that millisecond, was he instantly in glory in paradise? Was he instantly happy and joyous the next second after he bowed his head and gave up? Yeah, he did there was no more pain, no more suffering, nothing. He actually loosed his own spirit. It says so in the Bible. Yeah. He released his spirit to go. I don't know how long he'd hung there if he hadn't loosed it, but he did lose his spirit. And yes, it said he went into paradise. Paradise is also called Abraham's bosom. They're the same place. Yeah. It was made in the earth for those who believed in God and who believed in Christ, that they wouldn't have to just. You know, I mean, they didn't, at one point you didn't go to heaven. When you died, you went to Abraham's bosom, which is in the middle of the earth, but it's not right next to hell. Hell is in a great gulf across from there and much lower down in the earth. But there was a way for people who were in Abraham's bosom to come up to this, um, like a balcony thing. And if they looked, they could see the beginning or the opening or the gates of hell. They could see it from that place, but nobody could cross over. You couldn't go back and forth. That never happened. If you're going to hell, you went to hell, you stayed there. But if you were, if uh, God knew that you believed in him for who he was before Jesus came, you believed in God himself. Yes, that's where you went when you died. Your body died, but your spirit man with the soul went to this beautiful place People picture people sitting on a rock. It had golden buildings. It had a river flowing through it. Now, this is a spiritual place. Really? River flowing through it. Beautiful building. It even had a sky, but it was down in the middle of the earth, but not in the fiery part. Okay. That's where they all went. So when Christ died, he told the thief on the cross, Steve, before they died, when the thief received Christ, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He was at that time receiving Christ as a savior. And he turned, he said, today you shall be with me in paradise. He said it to the thief. So people think Christ wandered around. God has armed me together from heaven, came and defeated hell. That's not what happened. Clearly, he says, today, the first day when he died. You will be with me in paradise. So when he went down into this place, this beautiful place is where he went. He got to say hi to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David. Yeah. And they were all still talking about how Lazarus was raised from the dead. <laughs> they were talking about he was here for he was here a few days, and all we know is we had a big sound, and all he all he went. Well, you know, you know the, the dead. Uh, when it was before the Sabbath, the women come and they got permission to anoint his body. 
and they were going to put the, and they did that and they laid him in the tomb. But while they're doing all this work, he's already in glorious paradise. He's yes, enjoying he it. He might be cracking jokes with those who he went probably before. Was. You know, so there's this seriousness on the earth and sadness and the disciples. And then the thief came after he did. Because remember, they, they didn't murder Christ. They, yeah. they did take the lives. Of, they finally put the thieves. They had to put them to death. But, yeah. But they were that one. The one thief, he said to him, he came and showed up in paradise. And there was Christ talking to all the rest of the group, probably eating a great feast. And I'll tell you why they did eat. They ate. They You still eat not to live because you like to eat. Yeah. They, they had food supply. They had banquet tables. If you remember... Where that wicked man, remember when he was in hell and he looked yeah. up and saw the beggar yeah. who was a Christian? He said, please, can you bring me one drop of water to put on my tongue so that I won't, because you, you don't get food or water in hell. And he asked this guy, can I have the beggar bring me something? Can I have something? And he said, no, no one's allowed to cross over, so you can't. He said, well, can I please send someone, go back and tell my brothers and my sisters so they know not to come to this wicked place. He said, even if you did that, they wouldn't come. They have to make a choice. So hell is real. So a great gulf is between them and Abraham's bosom or paradise. It's the same place, but it had beautiful golden buildings. I mean, God really prepared a beautiful place for them to stay in. And no, it doesn't belong to hell now. They didn't get it when they all moved out because, you know, after when Christ, uh, Later, later after Christ was came came up out of the grave, and he went. And this is after he'd already been to paradise. Then he went into hell. He was in hell itself. And on the third day, it's still my favorite story. On the third day, when the Satan was about to torment the Son of God in front of all the other demons, he actually called in the principalities and powers who don't live in hell. They have thrones around the world where they rule wicked places. And uh, they were there to watch the torture of the <laughs> That didn't happen, people. I'll tell you what happened. The Son of God stood up, and the fire of the living God came out of his hands. And he melted the faces of the principalities and powers. They looked like melted wax. They were screaming and yelling and screaming and all the little demons were glad they were stuck on the back row because they, everybody was trying to get out away from the Son of God. They, there's these big, um, I'm trying to remember, like tunnels that go down through hell, and they were running for their life to get away from the Son of God. They were falling over each other, screaming. They left their leader. Wow. <laughs> they left their leader facing the Son of the living God, filled with the light and the glory. And he did fight him, and he did beat the stew out of him. He left him in the dust of hell. He stripped every single gemstone. It says it in Ezekiel 28. People read it. See, I know the word. He took every gemstone off of him that was put on him when he was made. He had to put fake ones on. And then the most biggest insult Christ did to the devil, he leaned down and took off of his waist the keys to hell, death, and the grave. And he no longer has it. So I will tell you, to me, there's one of the most brilliant amazing things the father took me and let me see it he took me back in time and i got to see it and he you said you watched him do that do you watched him do that i watched him do it wow so you weren't seeing some sort of representation you were like seeing 
either a replay or you were actually were you put back in that time period and you I was were... taken back in time we we wow. traveled back in time wow. it's like you go really fast yeah and these lights beams of light you're going through this whole place like if when you like I tell people you see on Star Wars where they go to warp speed and you yeah. see all the lights come they go Shoo! it was just like that really it was just yeah. like that and uh, every time he's taken me back in time, when he takes me to the future, I'm just he just takes me, he takes my hand, and just takes me. We just go there. I've seen glimpses of the new earth. I've seen some of the other worlds that will be there for us to visit, to enjoy, to go. It's like instead of you vacation somewhere in the country you're in, no, you go out there. He, it said there'll be a new heavens. That's with plural. And a new earth. So get over it, people. It's going to be okay. He's not going to leave you somewhere in a gully while he makes it. You're going to be fine, and you will love it when you see it. Because I'm telling you, there's no one who could do any of this except the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if you belong to them, that is your destiny, and that is your future. Really, really, really good, Kat. Well, that's about an hour. That was our time. We said we'd keep it about an hour today. So uh, really, really good stuff. I, I had wanted to ask you that about the the cross because I didn't, because even that part where you said that the, the enemy thought he was going to spoil the Lord after three days, that's what I was trying to figure out. Did the Lord have to do some suffering on that side under Satan for three days or something like that? But he never... I don't know that they did anything. Like I think all the torture and the pain he received was done on the earth. And then he went to the cross. After that, I, I think Satan was afraid the father would show up. He wouldn't touch him for the first day or the second day he was there. But then after the second day and God didn't show up, he decided, I'm going to bring in all the hierarchy and let them watch me torture. And he he was planning his own plan. He had his own plan. Guess what happened? It failed. Yeah. He was making his own plan because he knew what uh, I have him now. No one's coming to rescue him. He's not going to get away. He's going to be mine. Yeah. Well, everyone loves a good story. I mean, and I, that's why this is a good story, because it really happened. You know, it's a little good versus evil, the ultimate good versus evil. You're right about Ooh. that. Yeah. I mean, if you actually got to see it with your own eyes, I can't even imagine. You would never look at things the same after he seeing it. Pay the ultimate price, people. He loved you before you knew him. He loved you. Even while you were a sinner, he still loved you. And he gave himself. And he had to decide to do that, by the way, Steve. His father had to talk to him. It wasn't like he always knew it. Mm. But, but the father did. The father knew that what would eventually happen. He knew that somebody would have to pay a price. Or the people would never be able to come back to him. Everybody came from the father. That's why we're called his offspring people. Mm -hmm. We're called sons and daughters. When you go back to heaven, you won't be known as Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. You'll be known by your first name, but you will be known as a, a son or daughter of the most high God. And mm. you know, it talks in the Bible about the manifested sons and daughters of God. It will speak to the land, the sea, and the air, and it will have to obey. That's on the earth. That is still to come. And so we still have a lot of things that haven't happened yet. And the father said, I'm not willing to give them up. And so he knows what he's doing. You've well, got yeah, I mean, it sounds like with that in mind, with them, we haven't become the manifest sons of daughters of God yet, at least not manifestly manifest. That would mean that the best drama in all of earth's history is ahead of us 
Not it all ahead. is ahead of us. It all is ahead of us. And it's going to take more than a week, two weeks, two years, three years, four years, five years, 50 years. It's going to take a lot because so much is still left to happen. Yeah. And, um, and God's not willing to give it up. It's part of the thing that his son was promised, that he would be able to sit on the throne in Jerusalem for a thousand years as king of this world. And I will tell you this too, people picture the tribulation as everybody dying. There's no one left on the earth. Well, that's not even true because the Bible says there'll still be those who didn't receive Christ. So the earth won't blow up and all fall apart, okay? Because Christ has to sit on that throne. So even after that first, that war, that war that takes place with, with the Antichrist and everything, that is going to happen. And it hasn't happened yet, people, but that's quite a distance off. And let me tell you, the reason why he can't come now is because of the believers who are on the earth won't allow it. Because there's life, there's God, because of his uh, our, our actions, our choices with him. And I do believe that the, it says there'll be a catching away. I think that catching away is the rapture. Yeah. And I think most of them will be raptured out before the tribulation happens. Those who are on the earth will be caught up. And let me tell you, he's got this whole plan. I guess it's going to, the plan's going to work. It's for God. You better reconsider your life if you're not serving him. And yes, I have seen all those things. And, and I don't care whether people believe me or not. If you get to heaven one day, you'll find out it's all true and a whole lot more. By the way, there's one there's one thing about Jesus and the Father that I've never heard anyone preach about, but it's there, and I, and God just kind of talks to me about it from time to time, and that is, you know, the Father watches, and when we die, our bodies die, or when we're heading towards death, our body gets sicker and sicker and sicker. So many, and then when death happens, our body then by the fourth day begins to to decay. But the scripture says he would not, the father would not let his holy one un undergo decay. He hated decay so much that that was one thing he was not going to. He, he let him be beat up he, by Satan. He let him be tortured, but he was not going to allow him to decay. That no, was he a, didn't. That was just a, it was a road. No one was, a line no one was going to cross or he wasn't going to allow it. And I always yeah. thought that was pretty special. It's like as as he suffered more than ever any entity or human will ever he have did. ever suffered. You're right. Even with that, God says, maybe so, but I'm not letting him decay. Not even a little bit of decay. That's how he came on the third day. Kay didn't even the start. third day, him. you're right, yeah. you're right. On the third day, man. The worst day ever for yeah. hell. Yeah, so much. And so they're much. about to face a lot of bad days. Hell will. Yeah. But not the body of Christ. Yeah. When we start walking in the glory, releasing the glory, it'll come out of us like in shockwaves. And wherever we go and set our foot, demons will flee from the whole city like dust. Really? They, it will be so painful for them to be. That's what happened. It was the glory he carried in hell also. Uh, and he released the stuff from his hands that melted the faces of the hierarchy of hell. Uh, it, it will be that painful to be around someone who is a glory carrier and releases that glory. Like that will be one of the things the manifest sons and daughters do. But you don't have to be somebody who's greatly known to do that. You have yeah. to ask God, what do I do to prepare for this? I'm willing to do it. I'm giving you permission to train me. I had to do that. And I've been through a whole lot of stuff and faced a whole lot of stuff in some of the things that I was trained in. And I'll be speaking about that probably next year. And uh, even like these last few months, I have been. 
And let me tell you what, I use the word of God all the time against the enemy, the word of God, uh, the things that God has said to me personally. If you have to talk about something, why not say what God said? Yeah. That will make a difference. Yeah, really good stuff. Well, Ken, you want to pray for the people on their way uh, to close out there? I'd love to have your blessing on us. I will. Yeah. And uh, Father, I thank you for everybody mm. watching God. Yeah. I know how much you love them. I know where everybody came from. We all came from you. We yeah. are all your sons and daughters, even those wandering in sin, even those who have left the faith, even those who never even cared about anything about you or your son or Holy Spirit, Father. Yeah. I stand in the gap even for them, Father, because you want, it says, even the vilest sinner you want them saved. Yeah. Well, people, if you know people who are like that, that doesn't mean, number one, you don't have to put up with them abusing you or beating you or hurting you. Get help mm. if that is happening to you. Don't stay in a home with somebody who beats you. Uh, and let me tell you, it's not always the men beating the women. Sometimes it's the other way around. But don't stay in a relationship like that. God did not have marriage so somebody could beat somebody else up. I will just, I don't mind saying that, okay? Yeah. We, as husband and wife, Everybody out there, you're supposed to represent Christ and the church or the bride of Christ. You coming together as one represents that. And so God meant the husband to be the, the one who watches over the weaker vessel. We're called the weaker vessel. But we have a sharp mind. Let me tell you, you oh, couldn't yeah. find nothing without us. I can tell you, it's you would not you'd still be looking in the same cabinet for 50 years for the same thing you couldn't find. <laughs> exactly. so God had a purpose. We also so true. Children. Yeah cook the food and you know what that's good because we love you i'm talking to all the husbands out there yeah you're loved by your wife but you know what god says to the wife honor your husband recognize his gifts recognize what he's done for you recognize how hard he works recognize how much he loves you that's honor you know, let people know I love my husband. He's so great. He's a wonderful caretaker. He does things. He builds things. He helps me. But you husbands need to start telling people how much you love your wife. Because nice. when you get to heaven, guess what God's going to say when you come before the throne of God? If you want him to say these words and you need to love your wife, he will say to you, you loved your wife well. Wow. If you took care of your children and taught them about Christ and really made sure they had clothes, they had food, you helped them with their homework, you you helped them in sports, whatever it else is, give part of yourself to your children. It's your seed who's on the earth who will be here when you're gone. Do you know what he will say then? You loved your family well. He won't have you stand before the throne and say, wow, you 100 million people. You know, wow, you built 10 churches. Wow, you did all these other things. That will be the first thing he says. He will either say, it was good, except you should have loved your family well. Hmm. But instead, he will say, he'll say to my husband, you loved your wife well. And he will say to me, you loved your husband well. And he'll say, you loved your family well. This is the greatest things you can be given uh, by God is he recognizes when you think no one's watching and you do, it's so important too. He loves also that you helped those hurting. 
You help those who were starving. You clothe those who were naked. It, he so loves it when you're you're his hands, you're his voice. That's why we're here. We're not yeah. here to beat each other up. Stop letting the devil make you fight each other. That is about the dumbest thing you can do because here we are. We're all going to be together. We're all family. And you're going to live forever again. He'll probably put you right next to the neighbor that you didn't like. <laughs> Start caring about them now, okay? Because, yeah, they'll have to receive Christ. But let me tell you, God, God is smart. He has got a great sense of humor. But right now, Father, I just pray for all those watching right now. And I release the life of God, the power of God, the yes, healing Lord. power of Jesus Christ. Heal everybody watching from the top of their head through the soles of their feet. Everything. That the enemy's done to them, everything that they've caught, everything that's been hurt, heal them, heal their entire body, make them whole like they were never sick, never infirm, never handicapped right now. And I come against every part of the enemy right now. You are dust. You have no right, no permission, no 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 platform to go into people's homes and attack them. You weren't given a right. You were denied access and you stole it. Father, I pray against every demon that come in the host to pull down every stronghold, shred every platform that's coming against anybody watching. Right now, these days are of victory, liberty, and freedom through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Bless him, Father, and give everybody a cupcake that wants one. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. It's awesome, awesome, cat. All right, uh, reminder, catcur.com and revealingheaven.com, both of those places. I think people can give to you at catcur.com. Is that where they can yeah, give to Yeah, go to, to catcur.com and click on the, uh, I think it's called the treasury, and okay. it takes you through the whole thing of um, how to give, and I think that's all been corrected right now, so they shouldn't have them. I want to show one more picture. This oh, is good. an awesome picture of an angel. Oh, look that at that. coming across our, our St. John's River. He's taller than the bridge. He's holding the fire of God in his hands. We just had the National Day of Prayer, and all the intercessors rode up and down in these boats on the river asking God to bring the fire of God. And here this is like one week later. Jen and I are going over this, the biggest one of the biggest bridges in our city, and here is this massive fire angel walking on the water into our city to bring the fire of God. And so... uh, I want one more thing to show. This is actually heaven. This is a place in heaven where all the families go. They look down. They see you on your birthday. They sing from heaven. Happy birthday to you. They don't miss anything important. They don't miss any children being born. They don't miss any weddings being done. It's not like they're up there watching all the evil and the harm. They're watching up there declaring over you, especially if you're not born again. They're up there praying for you. So this is a place in heaven they go, and it is called the portal in heaven. And you can see the, uh, I know the light's kind of shining on. Let me check yeah, that Yeah, okay? I can see that. It looks good. And that's a, like a circular portal that's many, many, it's huge. That is an opening. About a thousand people would be around this portal. They walk up steps and look down and they see you on the earth. You, not just everything. On the, on the columns, you see the blue screens. The ones on the left, I believe, show who's going to go to heaven. And then on the right, they show who's going to get born again. You see people standing there looking. Whoa, and really? God always lets you know and in heaven, your family member is about to get born again. You don't want to miss it. Get to the portal. Whoa, so and, they, uh, 
They watch yeah. every family member getting born again? Yes, every single one of them. You don't miss it. Wow. So your That's grandma huge. didn't miss your wedding. Born again. Yeah, so good. And so anyway, yeah, that is just a powerful thing. And these are just some of the things that you can find um, online. And now we have these, not just the little cups. We got the big ones. I don't need do. Love it. And that Love will start it. a big conversation where you work. If you take and drink your drink your Coke out of this, it's going to make a big <laughs> statement. So anyway, we have a lot more things to do. And that's, this is literally, we were asked by God to do this. Yeah. We reveal heaven to earth by speaking and sharing all the encounters, but also by things that represent heaven. Have them on your wall, have them on your floor, have them at your front door. And I think sometimes we're going to may even include things when you step on the doormat. It says we don't do demons. It will say it's too late. You're standing in the anointing. <laughs> I like it. It's very, very good. All right, Kat, very grateful. It's really good today. Very powerful. To a uh, reminder, Robin Bullock, you're, you're all watching us on Wednesday, Thursday, tomorrow morning for yes. you. Uh, Robin Bullock will be with us, and that'll be that'll be lots of fun. It'll be really good. A lot of fun. Trust me, you don't want to miss that. Don't miss Robinson. All right, have a great day, everybody. Thanks again, Kat. We love you very much. Have a great day. See you in the morning, everybody. Bye, bye. Bye, everybody. Love you. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.